Okay, let's do this. Let's do it. <laughs> hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions that you are too afraid to ask. And this week's topic is breakups. Gay cops. Gay cops. That's not very mm. cute. Go with it. <laughs> but breakups aren't cute. So <laughs> let's get into it. Oh, God. So we've talked about exes on this podcast before, um, specifically our experience with exes. And I think to recap that, you had mentioned that some of your friends are your exes. Right. Whereas in my scenario, that's not the case. I'm not friends with any of my exes. There's some that I'm amicable with well, when I most run of them into have them. restraining orders against you so that would kind of do it <laughs> oh my god um but there's also ones that I like would not want to run into right so this is going to be a little bit different but touching on some of those topics it's more about the actual breakup itself yeah and how we handle that and then being in the lgbtq plus scene yeah uh, when what that means. Post-breakup. Yeah, because you're surrounded by them. But I will oh say, God. since the exes episode, mm-hmm. I would put an X into the oh not... Oh, my God, into, really? Into the not friend zone. <laughs> Life update. Life one update X has for been everybody that's keeping track. When it's like, you know, those beads on the <laughs> thing? Slide one of the beads to the left. Oh, my God. <laughs> Into the no friend zone. Yeah. Uh, see, I think I would say that all, almost all of mine are on the right, and then I can think of like two that are in the middle, which would I, which I would claim is like, hey, what's up? If I ha- like happen to sell them out, I wouldn't text them. them. Yeah. I wouldn't like actively text them or hang out with them or like continue a friendship. But, but you if I like saw them, sprint I'd, away. Yeah. yeah. And then there's like the rest on the other side where I'm like, oh god, they're here, and it's an active choice. Like, should I stay at this bar? Or should I Oh, leave? that bad? Yeah. I didn't know that. Mostly because I like to run from my problems. Okay, yeah, I sense <laughs> that for you. <laughs> no, but for real, it's... I don't know. I think I've had a couple pretty toxic breakups. Okay. Meaning the relationship was toxic or my ex right. was toxic. And because they involved, like, cheating or, like, really shitty situations, I'm the kind of person that when I'm dealing with a breakup, I just kind of, like, I'm not saying, I'm not suggesting this is a healthy way to deal with it, but I just kind of shut it off. And hey, I'm, like, it's not, I can explain on to the healthfully. next. <laughs> like, it's never been our thing. That's true. Don't take any of yeah. our advice. Yeah. Um, but I kind of just, I'm really good at just closing the door yeah. to certain things. But because of that, I don't really necessarily get full closure from things because I'm not someone who during that breakup has like tons of conversations to like get and, through. Yeah. Out. Get yeah. through it. And like, I would argue that those exes probably don't even know the full level of how I felt about the situation. Cause I'd never discussed it. Right. I'm the kind of person that if someone cheats on me or does me wrong, or there's like, toxic behavior it's just like literally bye okay like we're done you're blocked on everything there's no communication moving along and then because of that i think a lot of them are left at least for a duration after the breakup kind of chasing me for communication chasing me for answers yeah and i don't give that to them because i don't feel like they deserve my time or energy but also don't you love that like usually from the sounds by uh, sounds of that those situations are like somebody cheating on you and yet they still are like well what's happening exactly it's like well use your fucking brain I know (laughs) so that's the thing is I think that 
it can come off really cold, but it's just me making a decision that, okay, I've clearly given too much of my time and energy to this person. I'm not going to give them any more. And if I don't think it's something that's going to be of value to me, then I'm not going to make it happen for them when they've done something that's like just undeniably wrong. Yeah. But because of that, that's why I say when I go into certain scenarios, if someone were to be there, it's not that it's bad enough for me to see them. It's more just like, oh God, are they going to come up to me and try and have a conversation? There's like, are they going to cheat on me? (laughs) (laughs) At this this bar. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. But yeah, or like, honestly, it's just like, I'm waiting like a ticking time bomb because a a couple of those exes, after I've kind of like shut it off are people that have tried every form of communication to get a hold of me because I'm a I'm I am fully a believer in the blocking system uh, okay meaning I'm the kind of person that if there's like a terrible breakup like that meaning like someone's cheating on me whatever it is and I find out I'm like hi, okay, we need to break up. I have that conversation. I leave their house. Their phone number is blocked. Their email is blocked. Their Instagram is blocked. Everything is blocked. Wow. You can't see shit. You're gone. Done. I feel like I wish I had some of that Mm -hmm. because I am, like, such a solver in life that, like, even if somebody cheats on me and we're, like, breaking up, Mm -hmm. I want to, like, talk through it because I have, like, this weird idea that there's going to be some resolution. Mm -hmm. But it's, like... To get to that point, that person, like, has to be, like, pretty, like, in their own head and, like, yeah. telling their own story. So I needed to, like, stop doing that. Right. And that's, I think, like, what happened to um, sliding that bead to the left. <laughs> I think I finally, like, was talking to this ex and just realizing that, like, in the time that we had been separated, mm-hmm. I feel like I had grown so much as a person. Right. And then, like, having these conversations with them and realizing that, like, they're still doing the same shit that they were, mm-hmm. like, years ago and that they probably will never change. I was like, it's just not worth my time anymore no. to, like, try to fix you. Yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> See, and to be fair, it took me a while to get to that point. Right. Because I mentioned in the exes episode, every single one of my exes has cheated on me. Yeah. Like, not a single one hasn't. Right. Which is, cr- like, fucked. Yeah. Um, so, I will say that my first long-term relationship when this happened, there was probably a full year period that it was, like, the first time they cheated, and then... <laughs> Like, I allowed it to happen. Like, not the cheating, but I basically forgave them. Yeah. And then I thought they would change. They cheated again. And then I didn't fully break up with them. It was more of just, like, a... I think there's this weird thing with cheating, right? Where you you feel kind of embarrassed and ashamed. Absolutely, yeah. And you also feel like you just wish it didn't happen because you love them, so you just want it to be better, so you're like, you try and fix it. Well, you're like, well, just, like, forget about it. Like, just, like, it, yeah. like everything else is great, but it's, like, Because the well, pain's harder. Totally. So, yeah. So I think that the first time that happened to me, there was, like, a year period where it was, like, this back and forth, back and forth. And then I finally, like, literally woke up one day and was like, I cannot do this anymore. And yeah. I cut it off. And then from that experience, experience of cutting it off and realizing how much better my life was after that um and being like whole and looking back and thinking of all the time that I felt like I wasted yeah and being like holy fuck I just spent like a year of my life trying to keep somewhere someone around who clearly didn't respect me or actually want to be with me and I just let them walk all over me because I was in love with them 
I'm, now I'm like, I'm not wasting done. a fucking yeah. minute. Like it happens, done. Yeah. Your so, car is burnt. Like, yeah. <laughs> see you relatives later. Relatives dead. You're blocked. <laughs> yeah. So with that comes a lot of situations that a lot of people haven't been in relationships with someone who handles a breakup that way or maybe they haven't been through a breakup at all so when I just like cut them off completely and they can't even like look at my Instagram or like my social media and what am I doing yeah there it kind of creates the shitty thing about it is when I do run into them it creates like a, oh this like, is my opportunity to try and talk see if to she's her. alive <laughs> or yeah like see what's going on or like I've had people like literally leave letters on my car oh my god and like in like plastic bags that didn't get rained on. Thought, I've had people though. like send stuff to my work. I've had people like message like family members to try and get a hold of me. Oh my god! So that's the shitty part about it because <laughs> you're just like, what am I supposed to do at this point? Like we joked earlier about restraining orders, but yeah. that was basically the next step. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's it's hard because I don't know if there's like a right way, but that's just my way. The way that, but also like, I don't think there is a right way to handle a breakup, but Mm. I also think it's like, what is right for you? Like you have to find how you feel best. Also, one thing about cheating is that I feel like people never talk about like, how we briefly talked about it, like Mm -hmm. how it feels to be like the one and like the weird guilt that you have. Yeah. But it's also like, you get this weird feeling like that's what you deserve. Mm -hmm. Like that was for me. Like I was like, Oh, well like uh, this is, and then you get like a weird, like, is it Stockholm syndrome? What's the one that, yeah. Yeah. Where you like love the person. Yeah. And you, you get, you like get in your head and you're like, well, like if we break up, like I'm not like, this is, this is what I have. Like, this is the best that I'm going to get. Totally. And you like, just get stuck in this cycle that like, if you break up with this person, like that's going to be the last person that loves you. Yeah. And that that's your life forever and everything else. You you just have to learn to live with it. Like it's you that needs to change. And it's like, well, no, they should just stop like putting their dick in things. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which yeah. I will say, as I've gotten older, I almost said matured, but like, whoa, that's a stretch. That's a stretch yeah. <laughs> but as I've gotten older, like even in my relationship with Julia, like I'm totally upfront with her about the fact that I, while I love her so much and she, I believe she's the love of my life, if she did me wrong, there wouldn't be a question in my mind that I'd be able to. A, break up with her immediately, and B, eventually find happiness again. Yeah. Like, I am not numb to that, whereas when I was younger, I feel like I would just give my all to relationship in an unhealthy way where I was forgetting who I was alone and forgetting that I was strong on my own, too. But now, because I've learned that, I'm like... I'm choosing to be here because I really want it and it's making me feel good. Totally. I was watching this video. It's like um, a YouTube series by Jubilee. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've ever seen their videos Mm -hmm. where they do like middle ground where they like take like six people from two sides. Yeah. So they did one and it was um, like monogamous people with like people that weren't monogamous. Yeah. And one of the questions was, um, I would be complete without my partner or right. I would be incomplete without my partner. I don't know which way they phrased it. And somebody came over and they were like, I like my partner is my everything. Like mm-hmm. they are like, like I feel so loved, but like to say that I'm an incomplete person without them is yeah. like totally not true. Like they were like, I'm like so okay being my own person right. that if you took them out, would I be disadvantaged? Would I be sad? Yeah. Would I be listed all these things like yes but I wouldn't be incomplete yes. and I was like that's a really good way to look at it so I think. true that's exactly it yeah right? like I think 
I think that also creates a healthier relationship because if you don't have the fear of being incomplete without someone, then you're you're able to every day choose to be with someone because it's actually a good situation for you yeah. to be in, not because you fear for yourself if you weren't with that person. Exactly. Whereas that's how it used to feel for me. No joke. Like I used to go through breakups and I'd actually feel like I was going to die. Abs- I think it's, that's like... I think that's a common thing when you're younger yeah. as well. Considering yeah. like you spend all this time when you're young by yourself mm-hmm. and then you meet somebody and you just like think that this is like th- your everything. Yeah. And then when it comes crumbling down, you're like, well, fuck, how do I like be alone again? God. So fun. (laughs) Okay, but from the other side, if you ever had to break up with someone in a way that they didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, but this... (laughs) Was that a question? Yeah, that was a question. Um, I have, but for me, it's like, I'm also like a planner. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so, like, if I'm dating somebody for a few months, I, like, fast forward myself, like, to, like us getting married (laughs) and if I I think now since I'm like 25 which I don't think is like super old or anything but I'm like now I'm at the time in my life that I don't want to be with somebody just to be with somebody like I want to be with somebody that I like see a future with Mm -hmm. so like there's been times like in the past few years that I've been like dating somebody or like kind of casually dating somebody and I just realized that like though there was nothing wrong with them Mm -hmm. they weren't like my forever person and I would rather spend that time like either by myself or like you know yeah totally I think the reason I ask that is because I'm realizing as I'm talking through this that me saying my breakup style is like cutting off and never talking to the person again is only because all of my breakups I've been cheated on. I've never had a situation where it's like, wow, we both really love each other. There's nothing wrong with you. Or maybe we don't love each other, but like, you know, we're dating, whatever it is, but I just don't see this going any farther. I've never had to break up with someone like that. See, I think that's a reason that a lot of my friends are my Yes. Or my friends are my exes. Like, almost every one of them. (laughs) A lot of my exes are my friends because I've had breakups that I'm like, I love you as a person, but I don't see myself, like, getting married to you and, like, having a family. Not saying I want a family, but, like, that's how far I think. Yes. No, I get that. So, yeah. And I think that's a lot... A breakup like that is a lot harder. Absolutely. Because... In my breakups, I'm a. I can just be angry. You get to drink. You yes. get to see your friends. You just move on. I'm kind pissed. Of. Yeah. It's so much easier to be angry than sad. And it's so confusing mm-hmm. for the first little while. Yeah. Going from a relationship to like trying to work on a friendship, mm-hmm. because like there's things that you did in a relationship that like now you feel uncomfortable doing like there's jokes that you had that like maybe might not be appropriate yeah. anymore like there's just That's like so weird yeah, to yeah think it's about. super odd and like then you're like oh well if I start seeing somebody else do I want them to meet this person right away like will that person think it's weird right. that this person I dated like it's just a whole like there's so many layers to it that's so true because with me I've never tried to transition anything into a friendship because I'm like no I want to fuck you yeah. like <laughs> and I hate you Happens. so never talk to me again <laughs> that's basically how it goes those three because I will fuck you <laughs> Okay, but speaking to that, because I I don't have this experience, maybe it's harder for me to understand, but there have been times where I'm in relationships where I feel 
jealous is the wrong word, that I don't know how to navigate what's appropriate and what's not and what's typical for relationships that have transitioned in friendships of right. my partner's exes. So, for example, okay. one of my previous girlfriends. One, one of the cheaters. One of the cheaters. Call them out. <laughs> <laughs> this, at this point, I didn't know that she was a cheater. Well, now we do. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, I thought she was like, there was nothing to be jealous or worried about loyalty-wise. Yeah. Okay, so let's put it in that position mentally. So one of her very close friends was her ex. I had no problem with that. Yeah. But then there'd be certain things that would like creep up that were definitely not something that I felt valid in being angry about, but I still thought it was fucking weird. Okay. So for example, they had a show that they watched. Okay. Okay. And I full well knew that they started watching this show as a couple. Yeah. And they'd have to like hang out every week to watch their show. Hmm. So like there's nothing wrong with it, right? Like I they weren't they were doing it totally as a platonic friendship well, and they were just maybe I not. mean, for all I know, <laughs> yeah. like looking back now, who knows? They're just banging with the show on. <laughs> I mean, could have been the case. I wouldn't be that surprised. But at the time I just remember feeling from the point of the other person that's like dating someone with a ex who's like a best friend, I felt like I will look like a weird jealous bitch if I'm like don't watch your show don't together. watch your show together but yeah. also there's certain things that like you start as a couple like I have friends that like I don't have like shows with them yeah you know what I mean like I don't have that with like my totally platonic friends it's like oh if you happen to watch it before me sure sometimes we'll get together and watch the show because we both like it whatever yeah but it was like very much like we don't watch it without each other and like very couple in that mm-hmm. sense or what I had experienced in relationships as being like kind of a couple thing yeah and there was certain things like that that just would come up or here's another example so they would be like Oh, I've got to see so-and-so. I haven't seen them in, like, blank days. Okay. Like, like, oh, I need to see them. I haven't seen them in so many days. And the way it was, like, kind of expressed was kind of, like, if you had a significant other, like, yeah, you need to like plug in that down time. The days. Right? Like, oh, my God, I can't believe I haven't seen them this weekend. I need to, like, make time to see them this weekend. Whereas, like, I... My best friend, Alex, I will see her once every, like, two months. Yeah. And, or when we do see each other, it's like, oh, when was the last time we fucking saw each other? And she's my best friend. And it, like, doesn't matter. And when we don't see each other, there's not that, like... Sure, of course, every once in a while there's a text like, uh, hey, bitch, I haven't fucking seen you in three weeks. Like, what's going on? (laughs) You know, what's the the deal? Let's hang out. But it's not like, uh, oh, my God, I haven't clocked in my hours with my best friend Alex or my best friend Stuart this week. So I, there was nothing wrong with those things, but I can see things that... When you there's were like a couple before, dependency. yeah, there's a dependency. Yeah. I think that's the right word. The dependency is where it gets kind of weird. Which I feel like is like friendship. I feel like I have like mm-hmm. I was gonna say no dependency with, but like that's not true. Mm-hmm. But like there's not like a a, a I don't know how. To okay, work. I can't. I as soon as you said dependency, I totally get what it was. Like I had no way of describing <laughs> this before in like a summed up way. Yeah. As soon as it becomes a codependent relationship, that's when it's like 
okay, this feels weird. Are you weird. still dating? <laughs> yeah, are yeah. you still dating? Because it's like, you need to do these things together or you need to see each other this often or you need each other for that. that. like, shouldn't you still just date? <laughs> like, like, it's, yeah, they, like, it's almost like you left the physicality, but the codependency of the relationship is still there. Yeah. Which is, like, weird to me. And it's so hard because, like, everybody, like I said, has, like, their own way to deal with breakups and stuff so it's like not our position to like say that that's unhealthy or bad or whatever it's just like such a weird thing to navigate well that's the thing because you don't want to be like the psycho and new girlfriend girlfriend that's like you can't see that person or like you can't watch your show together or like whatever it is Yeah, but it's also like these are certain things that you feel in your gut that you're like this is a little more than friendly even though they're not like cheating or planning on making anything of it it just makes you feel kind of strange Yeah. so it's a weird thing to navigate and I think that's especially true in the LGBTQ plus community because you're surrounded by your exes at all yeah I think just because it's a smaller pool of people it's a smaller pool but then like if even if the pool's smaller yeah the like um even if there's like okay this is a, <laughs> even if Here there's less fish yes the pool is also smaller yes where so the like, fish are located yeah mm-hmm. so like straight people there's just more of them because they're trying to take over the world but they're <laughs> losing <laughs> um but then also like say the straight people are going out yeah they have like 30 clubs to choose Options, from yes, and we so literally true. have like three it's so true so it's like let's just play like a numbers game here yes there are more straight people but like if you're going out there's three places to go yes okay and speaking to the queer women community there's literally like for example there's one place tonight i'm going to a place called babes on babes which is a pop-up event uh if you're from vancouver check it out once a month at fortune and it's queer women based event and i know that if any of my exes are planning on going out That's where they this are. weekend, they're going to Babes on Babes. Mm-hmm. It's not even a question. I don't need to see any fucking event list. I don't need to talk to any friends to figure it out. Like, they will be there. If they're not out of town or if they're, yeah. like, not sick at home, they will be at Babes on Babes. Yeah. It's just going to happen. So it's a weird thing because, yeah, like, you know, speaking of my friend Alex... She texted me the other day that she went to this bar and she's like, oh my God, what are the fucking odds? I walked in here and my ex is here and it's her ex-boyfriend. She's heterosexual. You're like, what are the odds? A hundred percent? And she was like, I haven't seen him in four years. They literally live both like in the same area, like four blocks from each other. Right. They, she literally has That's not insane. run into him. Yeah, I know. She hasn't run into him anywhere. She goes out all the time. You presumably, you know, he's a young guy. He's going out all the time to all these different spots. And she thought it was so shocking that they ran into each other. Yeah. And it's funny from that perspective, because if you're in the LGBTQ plus community, you know that, like, that happens all the fucking time. All the time. Like, the first year I was dating Julia, she literally got to the point, she's like, oh, my God, can we go out Anywhere, like a restaurant, a bar, an event where there's Without not three of your exes in a 10 foot radius surrounding watching us. their show <laughs> all fucking times. Like, seriously. <laughs> so it's, it's, yeah, it's just like elevated. Totally. And then also, it's like everybody's 
even if they're not at the same bar, yeah. this is more, like, gay man related, mm-hmm. but, like, even if they're not at the same bar, they're probably, like, out in, like, the gay village. Oh, so, yeah. So, like, even if you aren't going to the same final location, you'll probably fucking see them on your way to wherever <laughs> you're going. Like, there's literally <laughs> no escape. Or the other thing is, is... If they're not there, all their fucking friends are there. Oh, my God, I know. <laughs> so it's just like, you're really, you cannot lose them. Yeah. Because even, like, in with heterosexual bars, so, like, all of them, it's like, you walk into a bar. I, this is what I think heterosexual people don't understand. When we walk into a gay bar or a gay event... We know, like, everyone fucking When there. we go to a gay bar, we've fucked everyone. <laughs> Coat check, bartender, <laughs> every patron. DJ. Yeah. Oh my God. No, but seriously, because you walk into like a heterosexual bar and no one knows anyone. And if you do run into someone, you're like, oh my God, you're here tonight. What's going uh, but on? Like, when I have friends, when I go to like a straight bar yeah. and they run into somebody, it's like, oh my yeah, God. They're shocked. I, no, it's like, I went to school with that girl <laughs> in like, like, Paraguay and like it's just like the weirdest people that they meet because like it's such like a weird thing for them to like connect. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Whereas we walk in and it's like literally hey everyone that I've ever slept with dated friends of people I've slept with or dated like people that have slept with my friends or dated my friends like it's so all intertwined Yeah, and then it makes it hard too because then you worry about like especially right after a breakup Mm -hmm. Even if they're not there, their friends are there. And you're like, are they looking at what I'm doing? Are they relaying back? Speaking of, like, friends in a breakup, have you ever had a situation that you have broken up with somebody and you miss their friends? Or have you ever had a situation that you've broken up with somebody and you're happy you don't have to see their friends again? I have... I've... I guess a bit of both, to be honest. I've had a situation, more prevalent is the situation where I miss their friends. Yeah. Because I think, I just, when you're in a relationship also, commonly, you get used to, like, going and doing things with that group. Yeah. Or, like, there's certain traditions that come up that that group does. Or they like to go to certain areas that maybe your friends don't like to go to. And then your partner comes with you with your friends, whatever, like the groups mix, Um, which is very dangerous, by the way, because once they mix and then you break up, then you're you're fucked. (laughs) But um, I think I miss, I can't really think of anyone specifically where I'm like, oh, darn, I can't be with them anymore. Like, I I loved their friendship through my ex, but more just the group settings, like the group situations, like those people did, or like sometimes... You think like, oh, geez, if I was wanting to go out tonight, my friends are busy. Usually I would have called those friends yeah. and done something with them. But now I only have this one now set they of all friends. Hate you and or they, have yeah, to hate, they hate you. me. <laughs> okay, this is like a result of a really weird breakup situation. I just thought of this story. Okay. So, I, one of my exes, um, one of the cheaters. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and I broke up like, Years ago. Okay. Okay. Years and years and years. So since then, they've obviously had many different significant others who I do not keep track 
of. Uh-huh. I don't have them on social medias or anything, but sometimes I see them out and I see they're with a certain significant other, or we have mutual friends that will just not bring them up directly to me in conversation, but like in a group setting, like, oh, I'm hanging out with so and so and so and so this weekend. Yeah. Whatever. You kind of like get an idea of who these people's significant others are. So their most recent significant other at the time of this story was happening. I used to see them at bars or events that were going on and obviously didn't say anything, didn't say hi. I would just, as I walked in, like kind of mental note, oh, they're over there, whatever. And um, all of a sudden one day, Julie and I and a couple of our friends go to this one event, a queer women event, and we're standing there kind of like in a in a little dance circle, you know, and you're like with your friends and you're all kind of dancing together. Yeah. So there's like... It's usually how dance circles work. <laughs> <laughs> so there's like, I don't know, four or five of us like standing together in a little circle, kind of like half-assed dancing with a drink. And uh, this girl walks up to me, taps Random me, girl or? the Not my ex, the, the, the one that uh, presumably was, I was dating. Yeah. My ex. Okay. Taps me on the shoulder and is like, hey, I'm so-and-so. I thought I'd just break the ice because I always see you around, but we've never said hello. Okay. Okay. So I'm obviously, like, taken aback because I'm just like, oh, okay, hey, like, zero bad blood against this person. Don't care whatsoever. Yeah, like, it it sucks to be you. But it almost made it more uncomfortable because I was like, the fact that you started by saying, like, let's, I just thought I'd break the ice as if there was this big tension. When there was, like, no issue, like, never had, like, thought twice about this person or my ex in these scenarios. So then I noticed, like, she's not with my ex. And I'm like, oh, okay, like, yeah, like, hey, like, I'm Brie. And they're like, oh, yeah, I just thought I'd introduce myself because I don't want to be awkward anymore, especially since me and so-and-so aren't together anymore. Um. And I was like, oh, okay, like, sorry. And then she kind of coming off and said something along the lines of, like, oh, I'm sure you heard or something like that. And I'm like, like no, I didn't. Like, no, I have no following fucking, you. Yeah, yeah, no idea what's going on in your <laughs> Who life. Who are you? <laughs> Where do I care? No, I literally, I didn't know this person's name. Yeah. So without trying to be rude, like, I was, we were a few sentences in. I was like, sorry, and what's your name? And then they were kind of annoyed I didn't know their name. As if, like, I was supposed to know their name. And I'm like, anyways, they introduced themselves. And I was like... I'm like, yeah, cool. Have a really good night. Like, nice chatting with you. Their friend kind of walked up at one point and was like, hey. And I was like, hey, how's it going? And then they walked away. Yeah. And I, so I turned back. Julia and my other friend were, like, standing beside me and listening to this conversation. They're like, that was really weird because that made it seem like there was a situation when there was no situation. Like, it made it seem like I would have, like, had hate for this person. Yeah. Or, like... Or you were, like, still still, interested or something? Yeah, was still interested about, like, the updates about my ex or something like that. So I was like, okay, this is... That was was a weird interaction, but whatever. The night goes on. At one point, I'm coming out of the washroom and, like, she's in the line going into the washroom and I'm like, hey, what's up? And I walk by her, like, smile. All good. All totally friendly blah 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 so the next day I wake up and I have a message on Facebook okay from my ex who I obviously haven't heard from in years and years yeah being like why are you trying to be friends with my ex (laughs) and I was like what what so it's this big thing about like I don't care what you do, blah, 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 blah. But, like, 
I don't understand, like, the first time, something along the lines of, I'm speaking on my ass right now, obviously this isn't word for word, but something along the lines of, like, I don't understand why, as soon as my ex and I have broken up, you're trying to become their friend. So... I was like, hold up. Who, like, what kind of telephone like, motherfucking what, game is this? What the fuck? Yeah. So I'm like, how I just got involved in this, I have no idea. So I, like, very, like, Don't you also simply, just hate when you're, like, living your life and then you're just, like, I mean. sucked like, what? into something? But I feel like this is, like, a queer woman 101. Okay. Like, they just have to make, like, some sort of, like, fucking situation. And I honestly genuinely feel like, once again, speaking on my ass, because I don't know this for sure, I feel like my ex's ex was trying to make them jealous by being like I saw and hung out with Brie last night so or like make them annoyed or something like that so I very simply was like I don't want to be involved in this 101 what happened like point blank they walked up to me, said, "Introduce uh, themselves." Yeah, said I thought I should break the ice. Introduce themselves. I said, "Hey, nice to meet you. Cool. Have a good night." They walked away, and then later on, I was coming to the washroom and I said, "Hey, what's up?" Smiled and walked by. That was it. Yeah. So then they said that basically how it went on their side is they told them that I went up to them Uh, and tried to introduce myself. So I I, love like, I'm just going to break the ice and also make myself an enemy of you in the next 24 hours. Like Like, like what? (laughs) Like how on earth? Yeah. So then... I'm out the next time, and of course, at the next queer event, saunters up. She's there. She's uh, every time I'm like anywhere in her vicinity, she's giving me like dirty fucking looks. Like I'm the biggest fucking bitch on the planet. I would go up to them. I, I, you know what? I thought about it, and then I was like, "Free, think about the time and energy thing. Think about the time and energy thing. Think about the." But every ounce of me wanted to go up and be like, "Hi, just curious why you went to my ex and Hi, told them I'm trying to be a friend." Just curious what strain of crack you were smoking. <laughs> As just, it wasn't even like like there were witnesses of like what just happened. Like I'm so confused. I was in a circle of my yeah. friends. Like I have like five witnesses. <laughs> like how you thought that was gonna play out? Yeah. For you, but I do feel like the reason I tell that story is a because it's fucking weird. But like, also, I feel like the LGBTQ plus space when it comes to like exes and like drama with exes is like a little more immature. Absolutely, and like there's a lot more of the like drama and like trying to involve exes and like, are you still talking to your ex? Are you still friends with your ex? And like, who's dating who? And like these weird like how everyone's connected and then things shift because people break up, but then everyone's like talking shit. Yeah. And I kind of, that was honestly like when that happened, I was like, I'm kind of done with this. Yeah. And I actually started like going out less because I just didn't want to be like around it. Yeah. And I'm like the fact that this took like time and stress in my life that I'm having to defend myself that when I've never even like communicated with my ex or anything is so weird, but I don't know. Is it the same in like the gay male space? Because they're like, are gays dramatic when they break up? Is that what you're asking me? (laughs) Yeah. Obviously they're fucking dramatic. And then also like, Oh my God, there's just like so much co-mingling in terms of like who people are dating. And then also like all of their friends have also like banged each. There's just like, it's just like a whole thing. But I just, like, feel like now that I can say that, like, my last, like, three people that I've, like, 
scene uh-huh. are just like genuinely like good people. Right. So I feel like happy at this point in my life that like these breakups like w- weren't bad and like probably won't bring that kind of like immaturity at least because yes. I think hopefully I've like kind of escaped that now. That's how I like, feel. I think Julian I'm pretty too. good at like sussing people out. Mm-hmm. Ever since I think I was, like, pretty hurt. Yes. So, yeah, hopefully I've avoided, like, that immaturity from, like, then on. Yeah. But, yeah, it's definitely, like, the same or probably worse because they're, like, oh, God! (laughs) Like, they're, like, just, like, doing the fucking most all the time. (laughs) Just so fucking extra. Yeah, it's, like, not only are they being, like, dramatic in, like, their situ, but they're also being dramatic in, like, how they're carrying. Themselves, so it's just really oh, a nightmare. Fuck. God, you just can't win. No. But gays are great. Yeah, can't win with the gays. <laughs> oh my god, I do think Julie is the first person I've dated that's older than me. Yeah, and I think not that everyone like I don't judge maturity based on age, but I do think there's something about the LGBTQ community because a lot of people come out later, so yeah. it's kind of like their first relationships. So. What would usually, the drama that would usually be happening when people are like 14, 15, 16, 17. When it would be like kind of more acceptable. (laughs) Yes, exactly. In high school for heterosexual relationships. Yeah. People are like restarting that at like 20 in the gay community. Because it's like their first go at it. Yeah. And I just think that like it's a little delayed in that sense. So like dating someone who's a bit older, it's like dating someone who's like dated a few people before is over all that bullshit like it's like not like maturity I wouldn't say is an age thing but in terms of breakups like how you conduct yourself I think is something that you do learn like through experience Mm -hmm. because like a breakup is like you don't really know how you're gonna react yeah because it's just like such a total shift that I think like once you've been through it like a few Mm -hmm. times you're kind of better which like since we start late that's like when you're like 28 when you're like maybe I shouldn't like pour a drink over my ex in the club you know (laughs) (laughs) but seriously right like that's something that people like learn at like like their fucking grade 12 dance when they're heterosexual and then people learn that when they're like 24 when they're gay I feel like it's like so delayed. It's so weird. They're like, oh my god, David's here. Can I have a pina colada? I'm gonna <laughs> dump it. He's allergic to coconut. <laughs> I'm actually allergic to pineapple, so Perfect. don't put that out there because yeah. any of these things. All your exes are getting pina colada machines. <laughs> Just throwing slices of pineapple yeah. at me in the bar. <laughs> Whole pineapples. <laughs> oh my god. So, like, do you, uh, I mean, it's been, like, you've been with Julia for so yeah, long. Four years. But did you, like, have any things in a breakup mm-hmm. that you, like, knew would make you feel better? Or, like, you, were there things that you kind of would, like, go through? Or, like, ways that you dealt yeah. with it? I think... Uh, biggest one for me when breaking up with someone who's like a toxic situation is genuinely like the social media cut off like that's like for me like a big one because I think these days it's so easy to continue to be like dependent on like what's that person doing who are they talking to oh my god they just followed this new person are they going to date them are they going to sleep with them oh my god like they have new friends now they're going out they're having fun they're drinking like what's going on if you can get into like a hole doing that and I think a lot of people are like, oh, that's so petty when you unfollow or block. No, who gives a fuck? I don't think fuck? it's petty at all. Like, who cares? Like, no. you don't, like, that person, it's, it's, 
I think it's about, like, basing it off of, like, what you need and your, like, mental health with it. And I just knew that would be unhealthy for me, so... That's my number one. My second thing is, like, feeling it. Like, I know I'm someone who has to, like, feel through things. Yeah. So I will literally let myself, like, lay in bed for two days sobbing and just feel, like, miserable for myself and, like, really just, like, messy cry for, like, two days. And then I'll be like, okay, stop feeling bad for yourself. Get the fuck up and let's go. Okay. So that's kind of, like, my process with any breakups. It's, like, break up feel it but behind the scenes like don't involve the other person in your feelings I think that's a big um that's something I learned from my first like bad breakup was that I wanted that person to support me through my feelings yeah um which that's like the most toxic thing ever because if the person who is basically causing you the pain is also is trying to soothe it or like solve it but the problem i understand why people fall into that and why i fell into that because that person has been the person that you'd go to cry to for like like, however long talking through these things yeah they probably wouldn't talk about them because they're trying (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so that is like an easy go-to um and i think for that the resolve i found is like just telling your like close friend like hey straight up I'm gonna need to text you every once in a while and or like, or like you're gonna have you, to be my or, person yeah, for a bit <laughs> for a bit even like uh, when I went through my first breakup like I literally told my friend Alex I was like I'm gonna need you to text me every morning when you wake up yeah and like text me all day long and then call me at night because you need I need it. that yeah. because like it, that's the hardest thing like when like nothing's coming through your phone so you just need distraction yeah so like leaning on a friend for that that you know you'd do the same thing for I think and then just yeah feeling it and then just like one day I always have that with breakups it's really weird like I feel it super hard and I think because I allow myself to feel it super hard super hard then I can just like one day be like okay I'm done like yeah. I'm cried out yeah like I'm ready to go go on with life. Yeah, not even like that you're necessarily over it in like a heart sense, but like you're over like grieved it. You're also like over like letting yourself have that time. Exactly. Yeah. You wake up one day and you're just like, okay, I'm fucking done with crying. Like this is like this is so boring. I feel so miserable. Yeah, I'm so dry too. Like I've never. I haven't had a shower in two days. I fucking smell. Like let's get this shit together. Got to replenish my liquids. Yeah, and then it's like fucking just look bomb and go out and have fun with your friends and surround yourself with friends. I think. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. How about you? Any tips? No, I think that's the same. Like, mine is usually, like, hanging out with my friends, like, talking Mm -hmm. to people that I know have been good to talk through things and, like, not talking through it with Mm -hmm. my ex. But, like, you know you have some friends that are, like, shitty to talk to. They're like, well, you know, this is life. But you have friends that are, like, going to give it to you real. And I feel like that's what I need. I also like weirdly talk to like my friends that I know won't sugarcoat it because like, even if it's not what I want to hear, like if they didn't like the ex, I'm like, I need to call that friend. Yeah. You're like, tell me he was (laughs) an asshole. Yeah. And I'm like, give it to like, tell me all the things that, or like, tell me all the signs I was ignoring until now. Cause now I'll listen. Be straight up with me. Like don't sugarcoat the like, Oh, that's so sad. You broke up. Be like, thank God you fucking broke up. They were awful because X, Y, Z. And I'm like, Oh my God, you're right. So yeah. Talking to like the friends, like, and Mm -hmm. just surrounding your, and also like, mine like a big one for me is like talking to my like mom is pretty good <laughs> like talking right. to my family like I feel like my mom just like is one of the people in the world that like makes me just feel like so much better yeah like I'll be having like 
like the shittiest day and she'll just be like, well, you know, that's just, here we go. And I'm like, okay, okay, this is what I need to do here. Thank you. And then kind of going back to the, like the like complete person by yourself, Mm -hmm. I would say just like, I like to do things that like maybe I hadn't done. Yes. Like getting back to like hobbies or like so working true. out or like mm-hmm. things that you kind of pushed aside for yep. like the other person. Mm-hmm. Like getting back to like drawing or like doing yeah. stupid things that you did to entertain yourself. Travel. Like, totally. Like if you were holding back from going to a certain place because your significant other didn't want to go or they couldn't get the work off or whatever, do yeah. that. Yeah. And just like getting back to the things that made you feel complete mm-hmm. before you needed like another person to yeah. fill that void. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's a big one because no matter what relationship, even if you're the most independent person in the world, there's part of relationship is compromise, right? Yeah, like yeah. I consider myself to be extremely ind- independent, but there's things that I don't do because Julia isn't into it or like we compromise on the t- amount of time that we travel to- separately and that's the or thing is like is. compromise even if you're not compromising like your personality or like yeah. things you like to do you just genuinely have like less time as a couple exactly because you're also making time for the things that they like to do exactly so maybe it's and not doing like, together yeah it's not like you're putting your enjoyment off but no. it's like you just didn't have that time to solely spend on yourself yeah like even like little things like I mean, I travel alone quite a bit, but I would say, like, once every, like, two months, I'm going somewhere alone. But, like, when I was single, and if I was single, I would be doing that, like, once every two fucking weeks. Yeah. But, like, the times that she's off, even if she can't travel because of work or whatever it is, like, I want to be around at home to hang out with her. Just because I have four days that I don't have to work, I'm not going to just take off every time that happens because, like, I want to spend time as a couple. Yeah. But, so, like, things like that, like, when you break up, you just, like, make a fucking list of those and be like, well, now I can do all these things. Yeah. My favorite thing to do was I would always just get in my car with my camera on, -hmm. like, a pretty day or, like, any, and just, like, go for a really long drive Mm -hmm. and then just, like, stop somewhere and, like, take pictures and just, like, you know, like, something that's, like, you're not even doing anything. No, yeah. Like, you're just, like, spending time with yourself. Like, like, whereas, like, in a relationship, you'd be, like, texting them, like, oh, are you off work? Okay, I'll come home, then I'll hang out with you. Or, like, oh, what do you want to do today? Should we do this together? It's or like if you're like going on a decision. drive, you're like talking to them the whole time. It's kind of just nice to like live in like silence or like live in the music, you totally, know, like yeah. just fucking cut them out. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Before we go, have you ever been broken up with? Have I? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I have. You have? Yeah. Okay. Well, it was. There's like two. I've been broken up with, and then they got back together, which I'm like, obviously, you fucking realized that I was bomb. And then, they, <laughs> <laughs> but then they broke up with me again, so that was I was like, okay, Savage, work. Yeah. But then they also cheated on me, so I'm like, mm. you need to solve your. <laughs> and right. then when they broke up with me, they tried to for the second time. They tried to get back together with me. And you're like, what? and I was like, what is going on? <laughs> okay, you want to hear something really sad? The one time I've been broken up with, the person was by the person who cheated on me like three times. It's the audacity. Because they, like, and I, because I honestly think they got to a certain point that they were like, I can't put you through this anymore. Like, you just keep coming back, and you just, like, keep dealing with my shit, and, like, you need to not anymore. And then I literally, I remember, like, I think that was, like, a really big awakening for me, because I remember thinking to myself, like... How sad is it that I was begging for this person to stay with me yeah. when they were awful to me? <laughs> and they were like, trying to get what? out of it. Like, yeah. Yeah, like what? 
But we, you do weird things when you, you love do, someone. Yeah. Fuck. Love is a crazy thing. Well, on that note, make sure to follow us um, or subscribe to us wherever you're listening, whether it's on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Android people, wherever you're listening. <laughs> what did do we figure like out what an, people listen like on Android? People that are Androids themselves, <laughs> Android people. <laughs> I think our friend Cam did tell us that there was somewhere that Absolutely. people listen on Android, but I don't. But remember. we're hiring him to deal with that segment. <laughs> the Android segment. Yeah. We need a sound bite of Cam telling all the Android yeah. options and we just like put it. Absolutely. That would be so good. Um, so yeah, wherever you're listening, please subscribe or follow. It would really mean a lot to us. It helps more people find um, our podcast. Also make sure to follow us on Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast or on Twitter at I Can Explain Pod. You can also follow us individually at Sean.Lusk and at Brianne Williamson and until next time, we will see, see you around, around the, the neighborhood. neighborhood. Also, I like our uh, our podcast right after Valentine's Day is breakups. <laughs> <laughs> that is savage. Oh, my God. <laughs> Gotta give the people what they need. <laughs>